0: You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Meir, this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking about the meaning of the yin and yang meaning for love and relationships and how polarity is actually one of the keys for keeping the spark alive in relationships. And to talk about this, I'm really delighted to be chatting with Natalie Summer, who is a certified relationship and intimacy coach, and she's also a transformation coach. Welcome back on the program, Natalie. It's it's been a while since we've had you on. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hi, Irene. It's really good to be back, and it has been a while. So it's yeah, it's good to be here again. Yeah, Thanks thank for you having so me.
0: much. So, um, let's get to know you a little bit uh, more. Uh, Your relationship and intimacy coach. Uh, what does that mean, and and how do you help couples and individuals?
1: Hmm. So I help couples and individuals help create a healthy relationship with self so they can also have a healthy relationship with others and that's um creating better communication skills or creating a better relationship with their sexuality just so they can actually experience the connection that they're seeking yeah. Or the love that they seek.
0: Yeah. yeah, we are live this afternoon on Facebook as well. So far, our listeners who are tuning in onto RTHK Radio Three, you can also uh, be viewers and hop onto Facebook. Noreen Maer on RTHK Radio Three, you'll be able to see and hear Natalie there as well. Um, and it's true, you know, many of us we're not really taught to have oh how to have healthy relationships, um, and and it's sometimes hard to set boundaries or or know uh, how to fully support. Each other. uh, What do some people sort of struggle with? I mean, when they come to you, what are they struggling with the most?
1: Hmm. Different reasons. So there is the intimacy part. Over time, they still have deep love for their partner or deep care, but the intimacy—the their desire for each other has faded. So that's usually one aspect. How do we experience deep desire for one another again? Another aspect is communication, because maybe there is different things that trigger a partner and we're not able to really communicate our deeper needs. So often our needs, our core needs, emotional core needs are not being met. So there's usually a bit of a disrupt or a distance between a couple and they're just trying to find ways. How do we connect again and how can we just give each other what we need because we're not quite sure how to do that? Yeah, and, and
0: you mentioned just now communication. You know, we always say communication is key, but sometimes it's hard to communicate what we really want and what we really need, even though that's our partner and we've been with them for many years. Um, why is it so hard to sometimes tell our partners what it is that we really need or want? Or, or yeah, why, why is it sometimes so difficult to, to, to explain those sort of things?
1: Yeah, well, often we're not even aware of what our core needs and wants are. We have an idea of how we want to fail, but we don't know why are we not able to open up to that. And often it's because there is a block there. So we want to experience deeper love. But we might have a block inside of us that's actually stopping us to be vulnerable or that's actually stopping us to expressing what it is that we want. So it's important that we understand that. So if we don't understand how we fully feel and what something makes us feel other than maybe just anger and emotion, but what the deeper root causes, then it's really hard to actually invite somebody to support us in that. So hence, it's important we have a healthy relationship with ourselves. And that also touches on the masculine feminine polarity which we'll go more deeply into in a moment. But that's also you being more in touch with your feminine because your feminine is all about being aware of your emotions and expressing them.
0: Yeah, well, that's a great segue into it. What is What do you mean by the yin and the yang? What, what is the masculine uh, versus the feminine? What sorts of uh, feelings are those or, or yeah. characteristics?
1: Yeah, so exactly. The yin and yang is, you can think of it as masculine and feminine and what it really is if you think of like the yang is more like the doing and more of the being aware of what's needed maybe you've got this goal that you're striving towards you're leading that's usually your masculine your feminine is more about the being is more about your emotions it's more about love care and nurture so this is the two This. The masculine feminine yin and yang lives in all of us whether you're just it's not gender based but we usually will have a preferred way to be in especially in relationships so a lot of the times not necessarily but you might find that women prefer on a deeper level to be more in their feminine and men to be more in their masculine now it doesn't mean that a relationship won't work if a a man is more in, in his in his feminine and a woman is more in their masculine or even if you're in a same-sex relationship but you will find if we create polarity in a way that feels good relationships just tend to flow so much more easier.
0: Yeah and, and it's true sometimes we, we we say that um opposites attract and sometimes you do need that sort of balance and what happens hmm. when um one person or, or, or both people in the relationship or whether you're in a, a same-sex or a heterosexual relationship what if they both have the, the yin so to speak and they both want to be looked after and nobody sort of takes that lead will a relationship like this strive or or will there need to be changes made
1: yeah well you probably will find that if let's say two two people are too much in the yang you will find that there's probably going to be some word of power struggle and i want to do naturally. it this way i want to do it that way <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But most of the time, naturally, we will adapt. Yes. Most of the time, if one person is really much in the yang, you will find that somebody will be more in the yin, and that's not just in relationships. Just if you've made somebody who's extremely confident and just wants to lead, usually the other person will naturally just adapt and go like, okay, I will let you lead. But if both people are just striving and to be in the yang, you will find that. It will definitely create some friction. Now, I think what I often see what, where the issue lies is that, for example, if let's, let's look at just a, a woman and she has a deeper desire or just a person's got a deeper desire, just, just to actually want to be led and doesn't always want to have to do everything, doesn't always want to have to take care and think and plan on everything. It would actually feel really good just to, just, just to actually have their partner take leadership but a part of themselves maybe feels like no but i should or i have to so we are actually then operating from a place where it doesn't really feel good because a it's been ingrained in us that we should just lead because we always have been taught to strive or to lead or to do more and it is something that we might have been conditioned to but maybe there's a deeper part of us that just feels actually it'd be really nice if i could receive some support if i could just have more time to myself I don't have to think and worry and plan on everything. So the issue is if we're then not in that desired yin or yang element. And what I see a lot of the times is that with time, resentment will come up because you'll be like, well, I'm always in the yang, but actually I prefer to be in the yin. And then we project that resentment and of course maybe the other person naturally would want to be in their in their in the yang or in their masculine but then has been stripped away from that role which they would also be to desire to be in and then the natural will go into the feminine and they go like well okay well you're clearly happy to be in the yang so i'm just going to sit back but actually also a part of them won't feel they're not in their desired um, energy or you know young eater so that's usually when problems start to occur and the spark really is when you are in your desired energy because or in your desired masculine or feminine because it becomes really attractive when you feel like wow you know my partner is leading and it feels so good just to be led or my partner is just really open to trust me to lead, and that feels really good. And it just becomes very attractive. It becomes really attractive. I trust you to lead, and you trust me to surre- you trust to surrender. So that's when the spark tends to versus this doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah, why am I doing this again? Yeah, it, Let's talk about that
0: resentment mm-hmm. that you mentioned earlier, Natalie, because it does happen in relationships. You, you hear people, uh, a couple mm-hmm. sort of complaining uh, for whatever reasons because they've been together for a for long time, and it, and it gets into a rut. It's always like this, you know, I'm always the one who has to do this and that, X and Y, and the other person says he or she always does X, Y, Z. How can this be avoided? Or, I mean, I guess it can't be avoided, but when it occur, when it happens, how can we sort of change the dynamics and how can we address these issues so it doesn't fester?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, first of all, is to be aware of it. And I'm just going to speak from this personally <laughs> and how it's helped me and how I'm helping others to do the same. So, I was very much in my masculine. So, I thought of myself, I'm a very independent woman and, of course, I can lead and... My husband was like, okay, (laughs) you've got this and I'm just going to sit back and I would just be my masculine. I would just, you know, organize everything. And after a certain period of time, I realized I'm burnt out and I started to become resentful and Go like well I have to always do everything and was going into my own victim mode and you're not doing x y and z and I feel like I have to take care of everything so I became really resentful oh gosh I think I, I was projecting before. the blame
0: oh why don't you do this <laughs> I do this all the time oh yep yep I'm nodding exactly
1: <laughs> and I projected. That blame onto onto my husband, and of course, it did nothing good came out of that. And then I realized, hang on, maybe if you shift, if you go more into your feminine, which you want to be, let's see how that works. So I started asking for support. I created an invitation, like I didn't make demands, but I would just tell my partner or my husband, "What oh, would feel really good to me is if you can do the cooking tonight." What would feel really good to me is if you can take the trash out. And I would let him know what that would provide me Oh, That would just give me more time to relax and it will just help me feel supported. So I created an invitation for him to be in his masculine, for him to step up and for him to lead in that. So I could just sit back and let go and not feel like I had to hold on with tension, and resentment. And guess what? It was so simple. It was always like a no problem. That's great. And then I would tell him, that makes me feel, thank you so much for doing that. That felt really good. And he feels and loved like, and oh, appreciated because he helped you exactly. out. Yeah. Exactly. And he's like, wow. And also he's like, great. I understand my wife. She's telling me what she needs. She's, she makes me feel appreciated for doing that. Happy happy wife, happy life. I just took the trash <laughs> out and
0: she's so appreciative. Absolutely. Absolutely. And- um, and, and sometimes men want to help. They just don't know how exactly. to, or, or women want to help and, and just don't know how to. But let's just use that example. Say say the, the wife didn't create the invitation and the man sort of sees, you know, the wife looks stressed, not like her usual self. Um, sometimes men will give advice and sometimes the woman will just be like, no, I don't want the advice. You know, just just that's not what you and, and gets more angry. How can the man allow the woman to create um, the invitation and how can men help without being asked?
1: Yeah. So that, because sometimes we we want help and sometimes we don't. And again, it is hard to know what does she really want yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I, think well I, I've, I've learned and something that I know works is by just asking would you like me just to listen to you right now would you just like a hug or would you like to receive some advice wow so simple it's just to ask it's very simple it's but people just to don't ask. think
0: about it it's so simple yeah. yet people just don't even think just ask and yeah. communicate
1: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And when you can see your partner being a bit frustrated, you can just say, "Hey, baby, what's going on? What's happening?" And then you'll be like, "Oh, I'm just feeling frustrated." Da, da, da. Okay, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. And then it it unravels. And then you will also maybe it's just yet. Yeah, maybe you just want to speak about it. Maybe you just want to receive a hug. So it's it's just what's going on. Tell me what's happening for you. Just. That is really actually embodying the masculine as well, because just like you're creating that space for the person just to be in their feelings. So you're in your masculine holding, holding the container, holding the space, holding the leadership to be like, tell me more what's going on. Versus the un the, well, there's also unhealthy messages like, okay, let's fix it, let's do it, let's create, let's do all these things, and sometimes that's just not really what we want or what the feminine wants. She just wants to explore her feelings.
0: Yeah,
1: Th- that's such so, a great point,
0: Natalie. That, usually, there is sort of um, this unhealthy masculinity, and and is there an unhealthy femininity? I mean, can someone, um, mm. for all purposes, let's give an example. Can, can a woman be sort of too too nurturing and want to take care of everything? too much and it ends up actually Mm. it's not necessary just give people some space
1: Mm. yeah exactly yeah so there's an unhealthy masculine unhealthy feminine you find those traits in 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 everybody and like the unhealthy masculine would be just too much in the doing too much in the striving very goal-oriented not connected to their emotions very much in the head very much in the ego that would be the unhealthy masculine, always trying to fix things. Yeah. The healthy masculine is just very calm, very centered, very grounded. Knows what needs fixing. Knows what knows what need what the next step is. Knows what this moment needs. So it's very much being conscious and aware of the moment yeah. and very calm. The unhealthy feminine is very needy, anxious. Mm. Too much in their emotions, too much wanting to take care of things. So it's just basically the extreme of emotions. Mm -hmm. And often will find themselves a bit chaotic or extremely anxious. Now, the healthy feminine is really connected to her emotions and able to express them. Also having healthy boundaries, but just really aware of her emotions in that moment. And she can reveal them to, to whoever she needs to reveal them to. Right now, I'm feeling sad right now I'm feeling joy right now I'm feeling pleasure actually what I desire right now is to experience more nurture and joy and how can I create that so it's very much being in, in touch with your emotions.
0: Yeah I, I have one question one question that also comes to mind is that we often hear oh so-and-so has really changed uh, since I've been married for, for such a long time and sometimes people feel like their partners have changed over time um, and we, we hear this example mm. of for example the, the man saying well she used to always make dinner and and make four courses or whatever and then now she only makes one course or sometimes she's just lazy and you and I've heard people say that uh, about their wives before and uh, perhaps the woman feels burnt out and how can we get people to understand that you know maybe there's a lot of expectation mm. being placed on on women and yeah. we can talk about men l- later as well
1: yeah 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 and yeah, there, there, there is, I think, you know, we also have to remember that nat- like naturally we are in our DNA, we are used to doing multitasking, we are used to doing the nurturing, the caring, it's inside of us, it's always been there, but also now in modern days, we also now have jobs, we have successes, we have businesses, so we've also learned to be more in our masculine and our society is really pushing us to just succeed and to do more, do more. to do well in school, to yes. do more, to do well in in sports, to do well at everything. So naturally, we also have so much more pressure in us just to always be in the doing. And often that is what we receive love in or that's what we receive acknowledgement in. So we have really had to expand our capacity to do so much more than what we would have many yes.
0: many years ago. Yeah. And then the other side of the coin is 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 men for example some women will say when when yeah. when we were first dating he would really listen and compliment me and and you know do do everything right but now he just sort of doesn't talk much to me doesn't communicate a lot. Uh, we chat but it's still not the same. I mean it, it, is yeah. that a lack of communication? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think also we have to, you know, give the credit to, to men as well because a lot of them do hold a lot. A lot of them are trying to strive and hold it all together and often they are also tired. There's a lot of so pressure it's about from having work
0: them, and from looking after children and whatnot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so then you know what what would the healthy masculine then be it doesn't it doesn't matter what gender but that would be maybe having some space and freedom and just calm and time out and sometimes they don't have that either so when they're able to actually be more in their healthy masculine by just being in nothingness or just being grounded, just doing something that just really takes care of themselves because maybe they feel guilty to do so they um They need that. And I feel like when they also have that, then it's almost like as a partner, we can give that to our partners. Doesn't really matter what. Okay, so you need to be in your healthy masculine. Okay, what will help you to feel grounded and centered and calm? Okay, have half an hour just to be. Yeah. And then you might have a partner that wants to be more in the feminine. Okay, and then afterwards, give me some love, care and nurture and attention because usually the feminine wants presence. <laughs> so it's about feeding that to each other.
0: Exactly. Natalie, as usual, it's so nice to, to, to catch up with you and chat with you. Have you got a website or social media? How can our listeners find out more about you and your work?
1: Yeah. So you can head to my website. So it's my full name, com, And on there, I've also got a quiz as well that you can take that will tell you about your central uh, central blueprint, which is really exciting to find out. And I'm also on Instagram as well under Summer. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time this
0: afternoon. And I look forward to catching up with you next time. Thank you very much, Natalie.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Noreen. Great to be here.